0: show where two brothers talk and every good show needs a name and this one's the same it's bro chat with Chris and Matt and all the people up in heaven who are waiting for me to arrive who have to wait Life. And I have to do a podcast, podcast with my brother with Where we talk, talk to each, each other bro Chat With Chris's man
1: Uh, hey man Hey man Love that theme For our Thanks. new little jam we got going on here
0: it's a new, more cash, laid-back vibe for our new, more cash, laid-back intro to our new, more cash, laid-back uh, podcast variant.
1: Yeah, just, uh, it's, uh, what is it, what we got episode 99.5 of our podcast?
0: Yeah, yeah, 99.5, or, or, we, or remember 99.5, W-A-V-A, 99.5. Yeah, I used to listen to that all the time.
1: Or, I guess you could say it's 90, it's uh, episode one of
0: Bro Chat. Bro Chat with Chris and Matt. That's right, this is Bro Chat with Chris and Matt. So sorry, everybody. We wanted to deliver episode one hundred to you this week, but boy, it's a crazy world out there. We're exhausted, and uh, we just wanted to do it justice. So we needed a little extra time.
1: We might have bitten off more than we can chew, but we will be done chewing it by next week. So episode one hundred, it's coming out. (laughs) Episode one hundred, official, will be next week. So, but this week we're gonna slow it down. Yeah, spread some brotherly love, which everybody can have brotherly love. You don't have to be a brother to have it.
0: That's true. We just both leaned away from the microphone and burped at the same time, which I'm sure was still completely audible, and I'm sorry. (laughs) At least the
1: pause will be audible, and that's what's meaningful. (laughs) Brothers. 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 Brothers burped together. It's true. So Matt, um, what's this all yeah. about, bro? Chat? I feel good about this. We're just gonna talk about stuff, right? Th- this is yeah. We're this gonna is, air the really like that a, we have between each yeah. other, and just it's it's hash out like any. Judge
0: Judy with no judge,
1: <laughs> with no judge.
0: No, it, this is this is not. It is not about catching, uh, uh like checking in or uh, about work or the podcast or anything. It's really just uh, a laid back fun time.
1: Mm, laid back fun time. I love it because there's enough craziness going on in the world. We can have laid laid back fun time
0: that's right you couldn't be more right i
1: say we start with jokes Jokes. let's take turns telling jokes okay let's do it uh you go first
0: i let (laughs) me tell you not a joke but something really heartbreaking and funny i think okay when back when i was being an actor and i did an audition one time um the people (laughs) running the audition were like great great monologue or whatever and then they're like uh tell us a joke and i could not think of a joke and Is I had to just leave. Joke?
1: You had to just leave without
0: saying a joke? I was like, you know what? Legit, I can't think of a joke right now. I'm really sorry. Because I tried. I was so I was so nervous and stuff.
1: That's the worst thing to do, to just was, say, tell us a joke. They
0: were like, okay. And I was like, I spent my childhood reading joke books at the library. Books of jokes and just being like, not funny. Not funny. I couldn't pull out a what's red and white all over, like a, a prisoner in the jelly farm. or. A, Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs>
1: This is a thing you might. What's prisoner in a jelly farm?
0: I think I said red and white all over, and that t- it's like red. What's red? I can't read the newspaper.
1: Yeah, yeah. We Katie, my wife tried to tell that <laughs> joke to my child today, and and it went horribly today? wrong. Today? Yeah, yeah. I found it it's like, trickier what's than I remember. And red and black all over, and I was like, mm. <laughs> you're like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, I gotta say though, you might feel bad about that moment. I hope you don't. But I do I think, it haunts I think, me. I think what the alternative is. That you would have just said in your mind, just we'll just throw something out there. I'll just go for something. They don't care about what the joke is, they just want to see like me delivering oh, a joke. Gosh. And then you would just say something, and it would be it would end up being something
0: horrible, yeah. Just so crickets. much more and I'm horrible. Like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Oh, they're so right.
1: Much more horrible than just leaving. So you did the right thing. So it's crazy. Is it crazy there? I think it is, right? It's it crazy is
0: crazy here. here. Everybody is so okay. So for people listening to this in the future, well after it has <laughs> premiered, uh, we're, we're at the beginning of the coronavirus stuff in the United States of America. It's going to mm-hmm. probably go on for a minute. A lot of people sheltering in place. That's what we're doing. Self-isolating. Take it easy. Yeah. You know, um, um, It coincided with the release of Animal Crossing, which is a good thing.
1: Do you want to do a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a self-care corner to just kind of talk about why we're... Yeah,
0: let's get in a self-care corner and and tell people how we're taking care of ourselves. And you guys tweet at us and let us know how you're taking care of yourselves because we're looking for ideas always. Yeah. When the world gets to you, there's only one place you want to go to, and it's called Self-Care
1: Corner. Obviously, we are both speaking from a place of place of privilege. We are in relatively safe situations. Oh my gosh, yeah. But um, I don't know, Matt. What are you doing to kind of just
0: like keep yourself a little bit sane?
1: You got any any tips?
0: Yeah. First of all, I would suggest having been an introvert your whole life. If you mm, that's mine too. That. Yeah. that was also mine. Yeah, if you can't have done that, then you're you're probably like, oh, this is interesting. I mean, it's not good because you're nervous and worried about people, but uh, being inside all the time is not the worst thing. One thing I'm doing right now is, I mentioned Animal Crossing. My wife has started playing Animal Crossing. Delightful. Um, so what I'm, I'm doing between breaks, uh, working on stuff is I go into the living room. I sit down on the sofa and I watch her play animal crossing and I fall asleep. sounds delightful. It's it's like Twitch, but it's like
1: a personal, like a VIP personal Twitch experience just for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. For me, the introvert thing worked is worked out pretty well, except all of a sudden there's more people in my house (laughs) all day long. (laughs) So it's kind of backfired a little bit, but mostly it's, it's, it's delightful. Oh man. Um, I managed to get out with my kid and my wife to the mountains just north of us, uh-huh. the Angel- Angeles National Forest, which is a national park. We went there today and uh, we felt okay about that because it's not like not a ton of people around. We didn't go to the exactly. hiking trails. The hiking trails are super crowded right now, so we didn't do that. But we Whoa. just found like kind of an open area to just kind of go explore. And we found snow. First time I re- my kid ever saw snow. So that was That's absolutely amazing, delightful after being kind of locked inside. so cute. And I'm in full teacher mode, man. I'm doing like. Uh, Teaching, teaching stuff with
0: my kid because she's oh. not in school. Whoa. Do you have like a schedule and stuff? Or are you winging it like a real teacher? No offense to real teachers. I just hope that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. I just hope that you guys are, you know, you like, got a work life balance and you can wing it sometimes, is all I'm saying. That's
1: all Matt's saying. That's all Matt's saying. I know really that you're hard down.
0: workers. I just want you to be playing as hard as you're working.
1: I was already doing a little bit of school time with her, some mm-hmm. extracurricular, you know, <laughs> homework and stuff, you know, like, yeah. so there was already an established system for that so we just increased it a little bit so it's it's fine it's good
0: well that's really nice yeah oh i thought of another thing i do for self-care drink yes that's that's not a new thing but sure. and the, actually this other thing isn't a new thing either but that joe para talks with you show oh delightful
1: highly recommended it.
0: It, it's just a beacon of light and i've time.
1: only watched the one about pumpkins and I've yeah, watched it one. three times now. <laughs> I should watch some of the other ones, but I just want that one more, so I keep watching it. So highly uh, recommended.
0: A little advertisement. I think season one is on Hulu now. I like that. I'm just going to for that. my para money. For you gotta get that para <laughs>
1: One last tip I have is just if you can do if you have room in your life to, to devote any time to anything creative, it's really good. Matt and I are working on some lot of uh, something right now for next week it helps nothing important or special don't get excited everybody
0: calm down
1: now matt yeah is that the end of self-care corner
0: yeah we'll just say if you are looking for something to do with your hands i think there's lots of thing uh, resources on the web to learn how to make face masks for hospitals and stuff like for care workers yeah um so you can actually make those at home if you're looking for crafty stuff and you want to be uh, sending boxes of masks to hospitals for people i think that's a thing but again, if you're listening to this from whatever post-apocalyptic future we're in, I'm hoping the water world thing?
1: Yeah, but hopefully we'll still have podcasts or access to Yeah, the
0: we'll still have podcasts. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess don't the worry water about world thing masks, would be okay, I
1: think. That sounds alright. It just looks fun whatever okay no i'm not gonna you know what i started diving into some some, uh, <laughs> some apocalypse talk and you know what i i think that's against the ethos of self-care corner to delve into apocalypse
0: and bro chat to be honest and bro chat because bro
1: chats chill because we're just
0: bros yeah should we lean away for a burp i'm okay right now but you do what you gotta do okay all right
1: Oof. are we ready for our next segment because i feel like i'm kind of ready for it yeah let's Kay. yeah let's get this next segment Self-care corner is a tricky one because it rounds a corner at some point where I start to get more anxious.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to help you relax and then what happens. <laughs> the, is more you focus the, the more I talk about coping mechanisms,
1: the more I focus on the things I should. Sure. <laughs> so let's move on. These are the top five. All right, top five. And top today five we're doing a very special top five. We are doing the top. Matt and I are going to rank our favorite top five choose your own adventure books that we've read com- to completion on this podcast.
0: Could you just rephrase that if you could just back it up?
1: That's the only way to phrase it. These are the books that we have gotten to full completion. Yeah, okay. And that's there's only five of them, right? Because Rock and Roll doesn't count. We
0: have, the books that we have finished it. Are Cave of Time, Who Killed Harlow Thrombi, Space Vampire, Deadwood City, and the Forbidden Castle, and of course, there's a handful of things we do for holidays. There's Rock and Roll Mystery that we're in right now, but those are the five that we have finished. Yeah, so now okay, we got to decide which
1: fun. ones are the best and which ones are the worst. You want to start, Matt? You want to start with your? Um, what do we do? How should we do this? Just I think like yeah, let's both
0: pitch a number five. Okay, can that's you true, remind that's me? A, that's so hard. You say, that's as hard as pitching. I understand a
1: number one that. I, I understand. That you just said out loud the five different books. Yeah. And that I should have and know what the five different books are. (laughs) But I didn't actually listen and don't have. So can you say them again?
0: I don't know, man. There's people listening. I got to (laughs) take time to say these again. Cave of Time. Yeah. Who Killed Harlow Thrombey? Yeah. Space Vampire. Yeah. Deadwood City. Okay. And then what's the last one? Do you remember? Forbidden Castle. Nailed it. Okay.
1: I'm gonna pitch my um, I'm gonna pitch my five, my number five worst. Okay. Deadwood City.
0: Interesting. I was gonna go forbidden castle, and I think for the same reason that you picked Deadwood City. Yeah. Unfulfilled potential. Yeah. It fails you if you like cowboys or it fails you if you like castles. You expect I think I, I expected more from Castle than I did from Deadwood, I think. Oh, that's fair. You know, like dragons. Uh, well, we uh, saw that guy that pretended to be a dragon. Stuff. That is not acceptable. <laughs> I,
1: got, I got struck by lightning and thought it was a dragon.
0: And the thing I liked about Deadwood City is all of the possibilities to become what seems like a very real journalist in that time. That's true.
1: But remember how many times you became a rancher or a farmer and it wasn't very satisfying at all?
0: It was um, bad, but I imagine a cowboy reading it would be like, this is amazing. I didn't even know these possibilities were open to me.
1: <laughs> I could just do that instead of (laughs) shooting at rocks um man that's a tough one so i think we're agreed though deadwood city and forbidden castle are the bottom two
0: yeah and they're for the same reason but yeah they just let you down if you're looking for that specific stuff i'm okay i guess there are
1: there are some shootouts in deadwood city there are some standoffs kind of you do get shot a couple times I do get bit by a snake. Yeah, you know, I think I'm think think I think, I, think I I'm agreeing with you. I think there is more unfulfilled potential in Forbidden Castle, even with all the weird surprises like the Philosopher Knights and stuff.
0: And the Mad King was pretty good. You know, the Mad King was good. I'll flip. I'm okay with Deadwood City being like, Kurt Malloy is great. But in Forbidden Castle, you do have Count, uh, what was the Count's name? The evil Count who picks you up by your hair and swings you around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the uh, guy who pretends to be a dragon. And the Mad
1: King. Okay, Okay, so so, number five,
0: I think we agree, is Deadwood City. Yeah.
1: Number four is definitely Forbidden Castle. We're (laughs) completely
0: agreed on that. At this point, I think I know what number one is going to be if it's not number five, and I'm glad we're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Who Killed Harlow Thromby, Space Vampire,
1: and Cave of Time. Correct. This is a real tough one for Who Killed Harlow Thromby for me is is no question number three. Okay yeah, agree I'm, with yeah I'm with you on that i do agree with you on because that because of all there's so many bad endings in this book yeah. <laughs> where you're like where you give up the case one yeah. where you just like decide you know who the killer is and you call the detective but the author doesn't tell the audience yeah who you decided who the killer is if there's... if you are
0: a person who listens this podcast and you read this book as a kid and you got the ending where you knew who it was and you called the police and it made you happy let me know because i think that that's that's a possibility. Like, it doesn't tell you who the killer was. Oh, and but just s- as a reader, and maybe a very young reader, that's really exciting to be like, I figured it out. <laughs> <Even> though-
1: <laughs> you would feel really, really good about yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: And there's so many crappy
1: paths that we had to do in Who Killed yeah. That one, like page, multiple with, one page with four pages, 19. Um, yeah, and then <gasps> page 101, of course. Oh, page 101 is the one I was thinking. Oh, there is a lot on 19. Page 101, so which has about. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 options on it, <laughs> which sounds cool, but wasn't cool in the experience. I mean, there was Jenny Mudge is the best thing about this book. Jenny Mudge is great. And
0: so I feel a little bit bad putting it at 3, but
1: coming up right Three's above not bad. that. And
0: it's number 9 of, of the Choose Your Own Adventure. So that's, yeah. you know, obviously it's an experimentation. For me. But yeah. I think i gotta go cave of time at number two
1: this is it's, where we're gonna run into real it's trouble. a tricky one because it's been a long time yeah. also since i've done cave of time <laughs> cave of time i think the best thing about cave of time is the sheer variety and now i'm saying it out loud i'm starting to change my mind a little bit the i'm really aliens, glad the aliens the future city the the dinosaurs like every yeah. for the especially for the purpose of this podcast yeah Every week was a different genre, a different world, a different weird
0: little ending. A different disappointment. So here's where I'm at. Space I'm changing Vampire. my mind, I think. I, I think Space Vampire is objectively the best book we've read. Yeah. Uh, It's creative. Uh, there's nothing in there that's not creative, really. Yeah. The endings are all pretty satisfying in some crazy ways, even if they make yeah. you mad. Yeah. But Something. the thing that I'm looking for every time we start a new book is Cave of Time.
1: Yeah. I'm looking for that pure crazy, which is funny because when we were reading it, that bothered me a little bit that there was no depth to anything. Yeah, but the variety and the craziness—I got spoiled by it. I think
0: the book is a nightmare, but an expansive, all-encompassing nightmare. Do you remember? (laughs) It seems to never end. Do you remember in
1: space vampire when we're like barely escape out of a away from the space vampire into like the atmosphere or into space? Yeah. And we're just surviving in our spacesuit with our jetpack, and we have just enough fuel to get to a little moon. Yeah. And we find a station, a space patrol station, but there's a sign on it that says, a new space (laughs) patrol station will be opening here soon. It will be stocked (laughs) with food, oxygen, and other emergency supplies, and then you just die because it's not there.
0: That's It's a socialist nightmare (laughs) is what that is. (laughs) Long lines, no food or services in the space station.
1: Look at what I have in the back. It's a little trip down memory lane. Look what I have taped in the back of my Space Vampire book.
0: Why is that there? It's a dollar bill folded up. This is the dollar like bill
1: that the gentleman who joined me for my sad pizza party at Round Table Pizza, the fellow who joined me and told me all about the yeah. aliens and the time travel, this was his what he used to illustrate time travel and aliens.
0: I'll be honest. I don't remember that part of the story, and I'm concerned that that dollar bill is listening to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it might be a little bit. Well, it was my dollar bill. He just folded it. But, well, it's beautiful. yeah, you know, wow. I, think, Weird. I think I'm with you. Space Vampire is probably the best book. Okay. But Cave of Time is the craziest. This is, the, uh, yeah. I and think it's highly that's subjective. That's kind of what I want. Yeah. All right, so number one, Cave of Time.
0: Let's number, do it backwards, five to one. Gotcha, number but Number five. five, Deadwood City. Ooh, sorry, Coming Deadwood City. Four, I feel bad sorry, about Deadwood that City. now. It's it's not bad. It's it's still the top five. Okay, <laughs> okay. number number four. four, the Forbidden Castle. Number three, who killed Harlow? Who Thromby? killed
1: Harlow Number two, Space Vampire. Number one, Came and always time. number one, Cave of Time.
0: Yeah, forever number one. And just to be clear, all of these books were written by Edward Packard. All
1: please, five. please, please let us know your rankings. Please if you've it. listened to this nonsense, we would love to know what you think about these books.
0: Especially if you are Edward Packard, please yeah. let us know what you think.
1: And this is going to be really fun. This episode, we got a lot of awesome questions from you guys. Which oh my is gosh, really yeah, we should have mentioned that a long time ago. Extremely cool, yeah, and extremely <laughs> generous. So we're gonna. The bulk of this episode is going to be us answering uh, the questions that you guys sent. Um, but Matt is dead set on doing one more segment. Got to do we this do one last segment before we dig in. Okay, but it'll be quick. Promise. Then we'll do some questions. Because it's bro chat. Everything's cool. Yep. Butterflies with human faces eating cereal. That is art. Little bones piled up on an old TV. That's also art. Tiny hats made of glass drenched in oil. Sure, Art wings, painted black, taped to the wall. Yes, that's art. Art is everywhere you look. So come on with us and art this book. Welcome to Art This Book, where we take a book and we make it even more into art than it already is.
0: I cannot tell you the the evocative nature of the tiny hat made of glass drenched in oil.
1: Yeah, there's something for everybody in my little gallery I paint. Wait, I can't I stop there. thinking about it. And it's
0: a constant source of inspiration for me.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. It yeah. makes me really happy. Um, all right, Matt. We've
0: Who's done your... this once before. It's going yeah. to be a little different this time. We're going to challenge each other to art a book. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: Matt, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say that you have to
0: go first, and I'm going to challenge you. Okay. Do you want to explain how this works?
1: Yeah, basically, you're going to take a book, and you're going to take a, a, a passage. I'll give you a random number, and you have to take a passage from that page and oh. do your best okay. to turn it into... Some real groovy poetry. I okay, think excellent. you got it in you.
0: I always have it in me.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to give you the ultimate challenge. I'm going to give you book. I'm going to give you book number five, <laughs> man. I'm going to give you book number five. I'm going to give you the much maligned uh, uh, Deadwood City. Okay. And I would like you to read a passage from page 98.
0: You got it. I'm really glad you picked that page. There's me... hardly any words on it. Is that true? Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> good. Funny enough to do All a right. poem. Okay. Hold yeah. on. Let me.
0: Let me see here. Yeah, prepare yourself for arting. Yeah, no, I got it. This is actually quite good. I think you you may change your, um, our. We may have to change our numbering. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's set the mood Uh here. Malloy, who is a coward at heart, surrenders and begs for mercy. The marshal comes up shakes your hand
1: <laughs> that was very good that pretty did good. work as poetry yeah that would I, if i heard that somebody really that, as 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 a poem it would i would definitely be
0: engaged yeah we're doing more than one round of this that's what's been decided that was too fun challenge me challenge okay. me i'm ready to challenge you and i'm challenging you to a book i'm pretty sure you have spooky thanksgiving
1: oh boy <laughs> well, now I have to go. You have to talk to people. I go
0: look for it. All right, so Chris has to go look for this book. Now, I forgot about the part where we pick a page. So uh, so the story with spooky, span- Here we go. with spooky Thanksgiving is that Chris could not find this book anywhere. He really wanted to do it, so he had to go to a library and take photos of every book because the only place he could find it was at the Los Angeles Library, and um, he was not allowed to check it out, so he had to take pictures of everything. Oh, wait, no. And spooky that is how Thanksgiving we was...
1: A PDF. Is were you just telling that to everybody? Yeah,
0: this is <laughs> one you had to go to the library and take pictures of the whole thing, right?
1: All right. Well, so now I now I have to look it up on my um, email. Is that the idea?
0: Is that what we're doing? Email. Here? I don't. I don't. I don't have it. You gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this was the one you went all over the place to try I to know. find. You finally found it at the library, right?
1: You you you're making some wild assumptions about how organized I keep my files, Matt,
0: on my yeah. computer. It's in, right. it's in Dropbox. Give me a page. You're welcome, Dropbox. Um, uh, 27. I don't know if it had that many pages. Yeah, I actually didn't have that many. I forgot.
1: It has that many. All right. It's going to take me a second to find it. You got to keep talking to people. So it was a magnificent,
0: Herculean effort that he put forth to find this 27
1: book. is a photograph. I mean, is an and illustration. It's going to make it possible.
0: Is, it, uh, is the page of text before it 26? Yes. Is the, yeah. 26 is the page then. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: okay. You're the guy with the music. Give me a new page. I'm gonna give you a new page I was just deciding which part you do. Okay, ready? Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna play the music for you. You have to play the music. I'm playing it. I'm playing it. <laughs> you
1: take hold of the rope and slide down into the well. You hit the bottom with a thud. Ooh, it's dark and damp. Down here, you feel around with your hands. You find an opening. It's a tunnel. You crawl through the tunnel. When you reach the end, there is an opening to the outside. It's suddenly dark out. But you can see by the light of a full moon. Oh, that's it. That's what I was saying. Really good, it's pretty evocative, definitely descriptive. All right, oh, you ready for another I, challenge? I like I'm gonna, yeah, please. All right, all right. I want I, challenge. One more each, one more each. <laughs> I would like okay. you to do something from Do you have them all there, don't you?
0: Yeah, I have all of them.
1: I, I want you to do something from the great Easter Bunny adventure. <laughs> all right,
0: this is kind of a sneaky peek because Easter is. Oh, upon yeah, us. no, no, no,
1: you know what? We haven't done, the, I don't want you to
0: see a page we haven't gotten. No, yeah, it's it, again, it's a sneak peek of a page you may not have heard yet. Okay. How nineteen is that? Page 19. This piece of folded up something in here that is glue Oh, it's a library card holder. That's adorable. Ready? 19 is what you said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm good. Here it goes. Slowly you open your eyes. You're back in bed. It must have all been a dream except the bunny is still there beside you? At least you weren't dreaming about that.
1: Nice, nice, very, very nice, <laughs> very good. Emotional.
0: It's oh, a delight. <laughs> um, I'm not done with spooky Thanksgiving. I need another spooky Thanksgiving All right, hit.
1: Give me a give me a page.
0: How you many pages mind? are there? Uh, I have like forty five. I want to go. I want to go golly gee uh third uh uh 27 that's the thanksgiving number
1: matt you just gave me number 27 did i really and that's I what i must have been thinking about and... i must have been
0: thinking about thanksgiving and not know i was thinking about it this is beautiful <laughs> i was just like i can't give them the same number that'd be crazy <laughs> it's the
1: exact same number you just gave me and then we had to do 26 well then just do 26 apologize. i did 26 um, already i'm just kidding 19 oh, okay chat is supposed to be chill And I feel like it's being really It's really not chill right now
0: <laughs> And we were angry at each other too Really angry Like
1: deeply mm. <laughs> Alright
0: You ready? Yes
1: You reach out And grab the turkey's neck Gobble <laughs> Gobble Gobble A chill runs up your spine Even Nick Can't make such a convincing turkey noise. Oh, This isn't Nick, you realize. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's really good. These are good books. I think that's the takeaway. It's really about reframing, looking at these books from another perspective, another angle, and refreshing our brains a little bit to remind ourselves that there is some GD gold up in here.
0: Absolutely, and how hard and long did this guy try to make his little brother Nick make turkey sounds, and why? And why? How does he know for sure?
1: <laughs> how does he know? I guess you wring your little brother's neck long enough and tell him to make turkey noises, he'll make turkey <laughs> A noises. Turkey
0: sound. <laughs> <laughs> paca, paca, no. But now it's right, time stuff.
1: for the cake. Now it's time for the main, the big. The reason people come to the birthday party.
0: That's right. The questions pure... from
1: the listeners.
0: That's right. <laughs> got some
1: questions, questions. from listeners. listeners. Got some questions, questions
0: from listeners.
2: Got some hot cues.
0: Yeah, hot cues. So, look, we, we asked just the other day if people could send us some questions, and we got a billion of them. Uh, you well. guys are absolutely the best. Uh, and we hope to um, say some good A's at your cues.
1: Yeah, let's let's bust out our best
0: A's, man. Yeah, I, I hope our A's are up to their Q's. Um, uh, okay, so Mike uh, sent us a handful here. Yeah. How do you build your jangles, Mike would like to know? And I think we talked about this, but it was a long time ago, and yeah. it's probably changed. I know for me it's changed a little.
1: Yeah, I tend to... Man, I, I feel like I use loops a little bit less now. Well, yeah, no, you to no, no, use them forth. a lot less. I if just, you
0: have GarageBand or Logic and you work extensively with that program, you probably find this podcast really irritating because yeah, you hear a lot of we, the loops. <laughs> you've heard every loop, and it's got to be getting on your nerves. I but, gotta say, um, for
1: me specifically, I, I actually usually start with the words first, like a silly, dumb little rhyme oh. or whatever, because I'm usually don't my day doesn't usually allow for me to just sit down and explore the music. Like I'm usually out doing something with my kid or whatever, and like but yeah. I can think about words in the back of my head. So usually I start with some dumb little rhyme or joke and, and then just find a jam that matches that. But you do the opposite, right? You kind of play around with you mess with the music. A little, a little bit, bit,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I usually have a short phrase in my head, like whatever the yeah, uh possible title is. And then I just listen to loop after loop, hoping to find something that matches. Yeah. And then shove it, shove it in there, no matter how many souls. Which is funny because it would actually be—we we do know how to write music. It probably would actually It'd be easier doing. just to write the music. So to go much easier. What we're thinking? <laughs> um, let's but, see. His so next that's question is—that's one way. But it's also like, how long do you have to do it? Because if there's a lot of time, then you mess around a bunch. Yeah, it's using yeah, like that a, much time. Yeah,
1: yeah. How much of the terror of pizza parties is real? Another question from Mike. From Mike. I say
0: it's not so much the terror as it is the dread.
1: The dread because it's we're gonna make ourselves do them. We don't, I mean, we don't ever like fake any unpleasantness, like that's all been straight up. So we know how unpleasant they can be. So the dread of them is very real. And a it's lot unpleasant. of it is
0: like it's not even about the eating the pizza, it's about. All of the work that goes into like that's figuring out, What am it. I going to do? What am I going to now? Set it's a up? whole thing. I how have do to I make do. it a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's <laughs> definitely part of. Which is funny that that's actually part of the dread, but it's just another. It's like a to do on the to do list. Once you're has- in it,
0: you're in it, and it sucks. But like, it's really like the yeah on the to do list. Like, oh, what? How am I going to make this happen? When am I going to find time? And and then like looking at the thing you have to eat is pretty brutal.
1: Um, Mike also asked, "What is your process when coming up with the segments?"
0: Ooh. That's not. also a time-sensitive issue. If it's, I, I have a hard time sometimes come up with a segment, and it's in the last yeah. moment where I'm like, oh, I could do this thing.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Gosh, that's not a great answer. <laughs>
1: no, nah, I mean, I don't think too much about it, and sometimes I realize that when we're actually recording and I'm playing back the jangle and I'm about to explain what the segment is, and I'm like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. It's pretty yeah, dumb. I, t- <laughs> I didn't actually think about this when I came up with this, so that's about that's about that. So thank you for your. For
0: asking. A fair a fair amount of stuff also comes out of like reading the books over and over and over where you're finding it's like it's kinda like that improv thing where it's like uh you get on stage with another person and just have a scene. Have a regular scene. Eventually somebody's gonna say something weird. And you just use that. And you're like, that's the thing. Like, what yeah. was that? Why did you say that? Let's justify this. Yeah. So it's like reading this book over and over and over and over. Eventually you're like, Why would a person do that? <laughs> Why would a person think that? Or it's like when you're playing and Tetris so
1: much. That you see it when you close your eyes, yeah. and you can't stop thinking about it. It's like that a little bit.
0: Yeah, All you're right. like, how can I make these words fall into each other in such a way that they go away forever?
1: Uh, Nick at Territove.
0: I may have uh, spelled them.
1: Uh Yeah, there's an R <laughs> I think you're missing. Uh, yep. Are you professional composers in your day jobs? Your jangles are some of the finest sounds to grade my ear. Grace my uh, ears. We're not. Nice. Are you a professional composer, Matt?
0: Uh, no, but you actually... Nope. You have composed, have you not? Not professionally. Did you get paid for it? Nope. Really? I thought you've done a little bit of this for money.
1: No, I did one for a video game, but I never got paid.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Were you supposed to get paid?
1: Yeah, but I don't think the video game ever, ever got made, so I'm not too fussed about it. No. I remember that.
0: It was really cool. I mean, we've always done music. I
1: think if, I mean, I got to say if this was our jobs, there's a good chance we wouldn't actually do so much music in this. It's more of a result of us loving to make music and not having an outlet for that.
0: If we had a job composing music, we would not have time to do this podcast, probably. And we would not have the need for a creative outlet. (laughs) Or I wouldn't, anyway. (laughs) That's
1: a pretty good point. But thank you. That was very kind of you to say, Nick. That's a great question. Yeah, thank you. Adam is Bicky says, what has been the hardest part about producing this podcast?
0: Hmm. Just like having to deal with each other, I think, probably. We just don't get along. A lot of big personalities.
1: (laughs) A lot of big personalities. Just a lot of big personalities.
0: (laughs) Big, ugly... I was trying to think of a, a real answer to this, and I can't really, I couldn't really think of anything.
1: No, I mean the time can be a little bit of a crunch sometimes. Like I'm, yeah, because I'm a, a procrastinator. So then, like, I have to. It's hard because I have to stay up late right at the end and do it. And it's like, yeah. oh man, like that. As a
0: f- <laughs> yeah, I think as a fellow procrastinator, something that's really helped me is to look at it this way. Um, as a procrastinator, I don't have to stay up late to do this until right at the end. Yeah, and that's not bad. So leading up, it's is it's like not so bad. But it's every week. Yeah, every week. And it is a source of anxiety the whole time. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mm, uh, yeah. sometimes like lighting. Sometimes. sometimes more than off. More than off. Oh, I got gotcha, I got gotcha. <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, maybe like some of the audio stuff was a little bit tough for a little while. Like really trying to figure out how to make it actually sound good. A lot of fiddling for a while yeah. to make and sure. And that's that it all you.
0: Nice. And thanks for doing that.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, it's mostly just fun. That's why we do it. Um, M.E. Saint, at Mouse on a Moose, has some cool questions for us. A lot of cool questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. Good questions. How much time do you spend on the jangles? Uh, We kind of covered this, but uh, like an hour, probably.
0: Yeah, it can be five to ten minutes or an hour. (laughs) But I doubt we do more than an hour just because of time constraints.
1: Yeah, yeah. What lessons have you learned about podcasting?
0: all everything that like look do we know how to podcast? I'm not so sure. I mean Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel like we just have done the thing that we wanted to do and people enough people were nice and said that they liked it that we're like yeah. okay, well we can just keep doing this. We don't have to learn any lessons exactly. and change anything.
0: I think we've absolutely mastered the minimum. I mean
1: maybe we've learned the <laughs> we've learned the lesson about not reading pages and pages and pages of copyrighted content.
0: Yes, that's correct. We have learned that lesson. We
1: learned that lesson. Yeah. Through our encounter with Jusco, asking us not to <laughs> Who are to very that. nice
0: people, and thank you for being nice to us.
1: Yeah. Um, are you interested in getting advertisers for the show? Yes. No. And they're probably interested <laughs> in us. No. Because we bring
0: in some heat. <laughs> nah. I would say, I mean, no. It's, that sounds scary to me. Why is that scary? Well, now there's, like, steaks or something. Now there's, nah. like... no, 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 no. You have nah. to... One thing we don't do on this podcast is look at analytics. I think about it like it's.
1: Not... Oh, that's true. Yeah, we would maybe have to do that kind of stuff. Man, that's a good point. Now, now I'm getting stressed out again. Okay, let's
0: move on. Yeah.
1: Well, do you, did you know you both say "egg" with a non-standard pronunciation? Say "egg."
0: Egg. egg. So I don't know what the non-stand. I, I I tried to look it up, and then I kind of gave up quickly egg. because I was sort of like Blue doing stuff, and I have a limited attention. But I think it's maybe egg, like face, or egg, like peg. Peg? Oh, egg. Like people say face. egg? Egg. Egg. Yeah, we say egg. I don't egg. know how we say it, though. Do we say How do you egg? say
1: that white, creamy juice that comes out of a cow? How do you say that one? Eggnog. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, This is a different <laughs> word. Oh, milk. Say it again? Milk. 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 What would you just say? It's milk, right? Say it again. You're saying milk. In my mind, it rhymes with elk. Is that wrong? No.
0: Yeah, that's incorrect.
1: Okay, so it's just me. I thought maybe it was <laughs> That's both not regional, that's just you. That's just me. I say milk. Milk. Is it supposed to be milk? It's really milk. To be... It's got an I right. Nobody there. says milk though. Who says milk? Only insane people. I would like said... some
0: i like a glass of milk and two scrambled eggs.
1: <laughs> <You> scrambled ogs. <augs. laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm just a Where'd weirdo. Where'd you pick up milk?
0: I don't That's know. We delightful. should ask, we should
1: see, ask my. Ask our parents and see if either of them
0: says milk. Just be like, I'd like a cup of, oh, uh, uh, what is that stuff? And then just let them go until they <laughs> hit milk. <laughs>
1: until they hit milk. I would probably forget to listen to that one. All right, if you were on a desert island. I, I this could is say
0: like, that mom and dad are listening right now, and neither one of them says milk, and they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's just
1: a weird me thing, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so, Mouse Animus has a couple more here. If you were on a desert yeah. island and could have just one of the books you've read so far, which could, would it be? I mean, whichever one has the most pages, right? For toilet paper?
0: No, I think um, I'm pooping in the ocean.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. The nature's I'm just a good day. Splish splash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow, that's a horrible, horrible question. That's rough. That's a really cruel, cruel, cruel question. My temptation is to say one of them that I haven't read all of yet, but that's a mistake.
0: I was thinking that was a mistake, but then if you think about the ones we have read all of. This messes up our ranking, man. No, it doesn't. This isn't about ranking. This is a different situation. But I'm not going to choose I'm not gonna number pick, one. I'm not going to pick any of the top five because I've read right? them so much, I don't want to be around them anymore.
1: Oh, that's a good point. And Rock snowman and Roll Mystery?
0: Maybe? I don't even care how Rock and Roll Mystery ends. That one's not coming <laughs> with me. <laughs>
1: but so many of the other ones are so short. I would go Abominable Snowman, I think. there's a lot to explore there still. Either that, That's true. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go Spooky. No, I'm going to go... Zombie Pen Pal? Zombie Pen Pal. Yeah,
1: Thank that's you. a good choice. It's a pretty big one, and we haven't explored much of it yet.
0: Yeah, and I can look at the pictures and, and giggle at the weird mask that that is wearing.
1: <laughs> so weird. No, 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 that's Haunted Halloween you're thinking of.
0: What the heck? What is Zombie Pen celebrate? <laughs> Zombie Pen
1: Pal is the one uh, that we do at school time because it's about s- school.
0: Oh and, right. Uh, what was the other what, I've already forgotten the name. Haunted Halloween. Haunted Halloween is just a Halloween
1: adventure you go out on Halloween night but you go stumble into that's a party. That's the one of real because monsters.
0: Halloween is my favorite uh my favorite holiday and yeah. so Haunted Halloween would be It's pretty good. Spooky Thanksgiving and Haunted Halloween. I'm sorry, Haunted Zombie Halloween
1: party. Haunted Halloween party.
0: Oh, well, there it is.
1: And it's got fifty-two pages, so you're set for I'm the rest set. of your life. Um, do you have a sense for what a sort of choose-your-own-adventure story writing structure leads to the best podcasting for you guys? I mean, is it really
0: about the best podcasting for us? Is that the? It is kind of the important thing, I guess.
1: For the listener, is really the 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 thing. Yeah, I feel like Cave of Time, like all the crazy different endings, kind of does. Yeah, lead to it's the best wild, experience.
0: and and the uh, there's not a bottleneck to rush through. There's not you don't get eight pages at a time of dialogue or story rather that you have to get through. It's, it's like you make five choices and that's that.
1: (laughs) Although space vampire is a good example of one world, one story, but a nice variety. There's no bottleneck and a huge variety of endings and the endings are mostly satisfying. So if just a good, I guess the best kind of would be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like one that doesn't have a bottleneck (laughs) and one that has a lot of creativity in it. Yeah, a um, lot of
0: path, a lot of paths, a lot of creativity with an eye to what a person would actually would like like, like to see in that story. Yeah. So one day we'll get one of those books.
1: Yeah, that would be that'd be really great, right? <laughs> see um, okay. Uh and then one more from Mouse on a Moose. What has been the most surprising to you about the response you've gotten? I, I, I've been surprised that people are so um um uh, vocal about liking it and yeah and, and so interactive, like people on Twitter. It's really, really it's really really cool because I spent most of my youth doing YouTube videos, like sketch comedy and stuff. A lot of mm. week you know, weekly to a certain extent, um, right. <laughs> working really hard on that. And YouTube, you know, you get the comments in the comments section on YouTube are you know it's hor- horrendous, mm-hmm. but other than, but you don't really don't get <laughs> much interaction at all. But and even though more people probably watched a lot of those. um then listen to this, people are much more vocal and interactive, which I think is really absolutely delightful and wonderful and just the best.
0: Yeah, I think I was looking at a Twitter conversation between three Twitter accounts that are like fake accounts for things from Rock and Roll Mystery. I don't know why
1: you're you all they're three fake were accounts?
0: participating. They're, uh, presumably, they're real things. I'm, I don't know why I said that.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Speaking of those, um, on Twitter, at Codename Kite, <laughs> which is not Dr. Nova, that's for sure, had a question for us. Do you boys have any interest in investing in a chain of vegetarian restaurants? Totally above board, nothing subliminal going on at all. Why would there be? Anyways, I can put you down. Can I put you down for a fifty? Can I put you each down for fifty percent
0: share? I mean, that means we'd have a hundred percent share between the two of us, but it would That's also mean we'd always be deadlocked in every vote. Oh, we
1: would always vote the same way, though. Most we of the would
0: time. definitely tear the company apart.
1: We would ruin it, probably. But it is I'd be tempting. like, it needs
0: meat. you'd be like, it's vegetarian. I'd be like, yeah,
1: but think about it. And then I'd be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on board, but you don't want us. Now, next, um, <laughs> Desdemona Knight uh, has a couple questions for us. Did you have a favorite uh, Choose Your Own Adventure book as a kid? This is Did crazy, because
0: I can't remember. I know I read Choose Your Own Adventure books as a kid, and I know yes. we've talked to people who have favorites from when they were kids. Uh-huh. Um. But I don't remember. I don't remember any specifically. I didn't re- read a ton.
1: I don't think. Um, in general, uh, I remember there was a ninja one. It was probably really the only one that I dug into, and but I really loved it. I don't know why I didn't read more, but I really liked the ninja one. It was probably Return of the Ninja or something like that. Yeah, or Secret of the Ninja. I think it was Secret of the Ninja.
0: I remember I read a Lone Wolf book. Um, oh yeah, that was yeah. about Gray Star, the wizard. Yeah, and that's like a Choose Your Own, but you have a character sheet and you pick skills and hit yeah. points and stuff. Yeah, I remember reading that a million times, and I had like a couple more books in that series. But I know I read Choose Your Owns; so I read them ton, I read them over and over. But I don't remember which ones. It's crazy.
1: What was your favorite non-Choose Your Own adventure book as a kid?
0: Um, I liked uh, stuff where kids solve mysteries. That was the thing I liked. We had all the Hardy Boys books because dad. I think dad, they were dads. You, you were into the mystery stuff? Yeah, Hardy Boys and Three Detectives and Nancy Drew to a lesser degree, even though those books are great. Huh. Uh, But then uh, there was a book about, I think it was called I Just Want to Go Home or something like that.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: And it was at summer camp and like the main character was just a kid who was like, I wish I didn't have to go to summer camp. This is too bad and then he meets another kid at summer camp and that kid's like i'm not participating and everybody's like you have to and he's like okay well fine i will and then he's the very best at every single thing he participates in what But well, he just doesn't want to participate in anything that is and weird. i was like this guy is like the epitome of an 80s like hero of a story he's like that just so weird i'm just gonna lay in my bunk until you make me do something and then i'm gonna beat everybody at that <laughs> thing
1: <laughs> That's- Weird. Did you like that book?
0: Loved it. I loved it. I read it so many times. I was like, this guy's so cool. You reread then, it?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: And then um and then like the camp floods or something, and then like you and that guy save everybody i can't remember i don't remember anything about uh, about it beyond that I, I feel like i can't make up details about it because i'm just making up details sounds good, i read then. that book a lot i don't know why i was i was like this that's that's uh, that's, that's who i want to be i want to be really good at things but not but not them. care about them <laughs>
1: yeah. that's so very much your, your, your our generation um yeah uh, it was because
0: of that book probably
1: Probably all because of that book. My, I remember I really <laughs> loved the. The only ones I ever actually really got into were the myth books. Do you remember that, Robert Aspirin?
0: I forgot about myth books. Yeah, myth oh my directions, gosh. hit or myth. Do those hold mything up. Mything persons,
1: know. little myth marker. They were like fantasy, but really jokey so and funny. like silly and very funny and like just a little racy. Which like for me when oh, I yeah. was like twelve, I was oh, like, oh God. boy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really liked. I liked those. I, I didn't do a that. ton of. Didn't do a ton of reading other than that, um also favorite books as adults, honestly, I this is a bad thing about me I don't I rarely rarely really read so Matt I'm gonna let you answer this question
0: okay, well, uh okay, so I recently recommended a book to someone and and my wife my wife. that worked out okay it was a book pachinko I can't remember who wrote it, but that's the last book I remember reading that it was like this is one of the best books I've ever read in my entire life, like this is going to be. It's a National Book Award finalist, written by Min Jin Lee. Um, it's about a a Korean family that runs. It's just about many generations of a Korean family that ends up running a pachinko uh, parlor, and it's so it's just so good and so mind bendingly beautiful. So that one I have to recommend to everybody. And then N.K. Jemisin is a science fiction author, and she is crazily good. This is also the best, some of the best books I've ever read. And the um, I think it's called the Fifth season is that what the um tri- the trilogy of books is called the fifth season that's a novel
2: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
0: uh oh the broken earth trilogy that's what it is she has a new book coming out really soon but if you haven't read the broken earth trilogy it's like insanely deep and beautiful science fiction that's rad good good book talk
1: matt thanks <laughs> thank you um <laughs> uh now james anderson unabashed james hey james i uh, have some questions what was it? Was the title of the show always going to be finish it or had you considered other options? Oh, I wish I had the text exchanged.
0: Did we do a text exchange? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I got it. <laughs> so Matt
1: did the diligent work of rewinding time and finding <laughs> the text exchanged about the podcast title. So Matt, what you got?
0: Okay. On March fifth, twenty eighteen, <laughs> I got a text from my brother that said another podcast idea. We chronologically review every cheesy on adventure book ever written one a week. And I said, yeah, we just read the same one over and over and review whatever story we ended up getting. Like, you loved it, but I hated it because my story was like five pages, and then I died. Beautiful. It also works for reviewing multiple books, I guess. And then you said, oh, man, that's pretty funny. Review the same book for a year or just so one of us good. makes it to the end. I was like, ha, yep, that's it. And then you text it, finish it. The final choice. Choose it all the way.
1: <laughs> I like the final choice. That's a so horrible. So, yeah,
0: horrible. that's pretty good. So it sounds like there were three options there.
1: Is that it? It was just three different options?
0: There was no conversation. The next thing I texted was so good. I'm in. So <laughs> And then you really. said no skimming though, have to actually reread. And I said, but of course. <laughs> so finish it was wow. the first thing Chris mentioned. And, initially and actually, I, thought- I don't think when you said the final choice, choose it all the way. I didn't think those were title, uh, title options. I just thought those were like commands. <laughs> like that's what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> I was trying to have a conversation about title ideas and you're like, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, good. Cool. Awesome. Whatever you want.
1: Um, that's great though. Cause initially it was, uh, that's funny. I didn't remember that. I was just like, what if we just do a a book a week? And you're like, what if we just do a read a week? And that's the magic right there.
0: Yeah. But if we'd just done a book a week, maybe we'd be done. I'm we'd be almost not, done right I'm now. I'm glad it's not called the <laughs> final
1: choice. That just sounds really intense. That's sad. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, there's an answer to that question. Love it. Delightful. Here's another question from him. Uh, James, did you fellas do shows and songs like this as kids um, not being in bands, but like doing silly shows and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, we we did a couple of shows for our parents, right? We made like a Mother's Day.
0: Yeah, and I, we our did, dad we, built this cool little stage in our backyard and everything—a really beautiful little thing. Yeah, and we did like a little show on that for that was a mother the Mother's Day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was
1: it was rad. Um, because we were—I mean, we did theater ever since middle school. Oh just, yeah 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 so that's we just did
0: dumb things like that I vaguely remember doing like pretending to do a radio show or something when we were when we were a little with a tape recorder, but maybe that was yeah,
1: something like that. We didn't do a ton of like recorded stuff, no, no, that was still kind of annoying and difficult at that age. You saved it for when you were doing it for an English project <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah, but we've always done creative stuff together, like period, always like forever, mostly yeah. bands, definitely. All sorts of other weird stuff we come up with. Uh James also asked, What is your favorite jangle that the other brother has created? I have an answer for this. Well go for it then. But it was tough to come to cause Matt has created a lot of amazing jangles, which is my oh. favorite thing about doing this show that we kind of hit on yeah. <laughs> a week or two in. I think it was you. You did the first ones. Like I did like the music for the theme and stuff. But then you did a bunch of jangles for maybe the second episode or something like that. It was a bunch of holiday jangles. Oh, yeah, right. For right, things right, that yeah. happened that week and that kind of gave me the idea to like, oh, we should be coming up, surprising each other with jangles. And the funnest thing is just surprising each other with music because we always like yeah. sharing stuff with each other. So my first thought was Boy Island, which is from oh. Cave of Time, <laughs> yeah. which is about, <laughs> about Boy Island when you're just alone in the middle of the ocean and that's your ending. Um, very good jangle, look it up on SoundCloud. Um, but I think, if I'm being honest, my favorite is matt's interactive fiction jam which is oh <laughs> the song he made after we got our um not season and desist but a very gentle like slow down and think about what you're doing
0: <laughs> yeah chooseco reached out to us and they did not have a lawyer do it which was nice of them because that would have been terrifying i mean that person might have been a lawyer but that per- well that the person was very nice to us very nice and very reasonable and we appreciated that
1: yeah um so we were uh, expressing uh um the idea that we have lots of other interactive fiction we can choose from this show isn't limited to choose your own adventures and Matt did a little song about that I'm going to play it right now because it's just such a banger and it only got one chance to hear it the light of day and I'm going to I want everybody else to hear it again there's a whole wide world
0: of interactive fiction and to read it all is our primary mission we're burning through books too fast gotta find to make things last to have a successful podcast you know you have to kill the past to make a podcast that cannot die on more than one brand you must rely on, this is we're happy to fully comply because it has made it more powerful than you could possibly ever have... make every book? yeah when we finish every book yeah when we every run what else we're trying no. no way so things aren't going to be quite the same, and some segment titles may have to change. But the heart of the show is a train that says, choo-choo-choo, give me interactive fiction, and you can't tell the train to stop. Well, you can ask, but it still might not. And when the train likes to read a lot, you can bet that train is going to.
1: It just scratches all my itches for the kind of uh, jam I want to hear. It's got that build, it's got that energy, and I
0: just absolutely love it. So that's well, a per- personal fave of mine. Oh, thanks. I've I've constructed, to answer this question, a, a top five.
1: A top five?
0: Yeah. Um, Do I have to uh, play the top fives? You did top nope, five? No, not well, at now all. I,
1: well, now I look like a jerk for just
0: picking one. No, that's okay. You just always uh, have to be
1: the better brother, huh? That's right that's okay. why
0: I'm, i went second i was like yeah I'll let him go first uh so let i him embarrass Har- himself first <laughs> i've mentioned harlow and the wolf more than one time in the past that is the peter and the wolf song that chris did for uh harlow thrompy it is the most amazing if you if you were a kid with one of those little toy record players of those little toy records um, and you listen to the Peter and Wolf thing, and I explain to you how the different instruments or the different themes or the different characters. It is exactly that for Harlow Thromby. It's brilliant, and I assume it inspired Ryan Johnson to write a script. <laughs> it's amazing. So I want—I've talked about that before. I want to talk about that. That's not my top five. So my top five. Uh, be with number five, uh, Chris's Vengeance Quartet. Oh yeah, which is from Deadwood. Were there four? Which, well, I'm counting questing out for Kurt Malaya yeah, as, no, you're as right. the yeah. first, uh-huh. which is followed by the revenge plan after your quest was foiled when he killed you, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh, yep, that's right. And then a song called Gonna Get You where you're yeah. really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally a song called My Heart Itches of Revengeance. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> and it's just this really powerful quartet of Western vengeance uh, rock. <laughs> uh, I will make a playlist for that on SoundCloud so you can enjoy that. I haven't done that just yet, but I will. Um, so that's my number five is that quartet. My number four is Who Do You Ship? And the reason for that is because that song gets in my head for no reason every once in a while. <laughs> really? Why? And I'm just walking around. And there's more than one song that does that. The other ones are Spooky Thanksgiving. Uh, just yeah. gets in my head. Yeah. Choose Your Own Beverage gets in my head every once in a while. Sure. And Surprise Karaoke. Those four songs and many others just are stuck in my head and trapped there.
1: <laughs> uh, number so weird. three I wonder why. Yeah.
0: is the theme song. Because oh, hey. I remember when you did the theme song for Cave of Time, the very first one, I was like, this is this is a real podcast. This is amazing. It's going to sound professional and cool because we have this opening music that's just like...
1: Unless one of us turns our so microphone red. backwards.
0: Once. <laughs> Once for three hours. <laughs> that's my number three. My number two oh, is thanks, that uh, You Did It song, which is really like...
1: Oh why did you have to bring that one up?
0: I know I saw that's so why I put it number 2 instead of number 1 so we'd have to dwell on that. Like, I have to
1: I have to update that one. So this is the
0: song that uh reels off all of the endings uh all the deaths in, uh, initially. Um so I think the first version is called so many deaths. But yeah. then uh this is called you did it. And so every every time you finish a book you write out all of the endings again. Like we did not start the fire style. Up, uh,
1: yeah, I move yeah. it up a up a key and five more beats per second. It's <laughs> <So laughs> faster and higher every time. I still I need to. I think the last two books I still need to update
0: it, and I will. No, I think it was just the last one. I think it was just. Oh really? Oh okay. Deadwood. Good. Yeah. What? What was not the? What was the last book? Forbidden, Forbidden Castle. Death it's so forgettable. And then number one is what I started. Call, what I call clip mixes. Clip mixes. Yeah. This is where you take oh. samples out of out of the episode and turn them into songs and i already did make a little short playlist of this but i could only find two and i feel like there are more but i
1: don't know i think there were only two do you have um yeah the the jenny mudge one and um, the poop one there's
0: one called adjust to the freak which is great but then the um jenny mudge deep snake song is maybe my favorite thing so if you have that available i'd love to re-listen to that Every kid in town. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Only one detective coming out of here. She must be good. Debbie mud going a deep snake. Every kid in town. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Only one detective coming that was a
1: flaming jam
0: that's that's as good as it gets that takes skill to pull that out and turn it into something and i'm just really impressed
1: that's very sweet that's yeah those post um those clip songs are what you call extra credit that's right. <laughs> so they don't happen <laughs> very often uh but that's pretty sweet man thanks for saying all those nice things about our songs if you want to hear like some of our songs we have a million of them maybe close to 150 200 at this point yeah i think so on the soundcloud so it's at finish a pot on the soundcloud and they're all delightful and it's just a good way to make yourself go slowly insane um, <laughs>
0: next question, yeah, from Anastasia. Anastasia, no, 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 no you skipped tonight. Colin. I think. Oh, I skipped Colin. I'm sorry, Let's Colin, Colin M. I'm Parker, sorry, Colin. yeah, that
1: uh said, I actually would like to know about the process of making the musical episode. What, what was the turnaround time on that? Like, will there be a sequel for Rock and Roll Mystery? That last question we can't answer because I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the that's first, weird. um, weird the wonder. first question. Uh, the process of the, what was that like? We, I think what we, we did was we preloaded like three episodes. We recorded them all.
0: Yeah. And so instead of recording, we do record an episode once a week. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, we recorded like three back to back in a few days or whatever.
1: Yeah. And then we did, we wanted to keep it honest. So we did our reads the way we normally would. We didn't plan yeah. what our reads would be for the musical because that would be cheating. So we did the reads the way we normally would. And then we had a working blue sky brainstorm <laughs> sesh. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talked, told each other our reads, and talked about okay, how can we turn this into a story? And like at the end, we talked for a couple hours, and at the end of that, we had a structure, and we picked out we So we settled on a structure. We wanted it to be about us, but also the story in the story. Yeah.
0: So that helped. So it's us. about the podcast, but it's yeah, story within the story. So that helps us helped us nail the structure. Then
1: the, what the songs were or should be were pretty obvious, and then we just divvied them up halfy halfy basically. Yeah, and. Went from there, and we were just rec- would re- record and do the each whatever our song is individually and send it to each other to replace vocals. In case, like Matt, like Matt did all the vocals of the main character in that one, so I had to send him a bunch of stuff to replace, and we just stitched them together. It was a lot of work in logic, yeah. just getting everything stitched together and stuff, but uh, I mean, it was really fun. Was yeah. there anything else? About
0: that. I think at the end of the process, there was a lot of work to figure out how to transition from one song to the next. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where we yeah. didn't realize we had to do that.
1: Yeah, little gaps. We found little gaps in the um uh, storytelling and stuff.
0: But, yeah, it was all logic. And we also
1: made the point not to use any loops in that since we were, like, yeah. writing a musical. We're like, okay, this has to actually all be originally composed. So, yeah. so drum I think the parts assumption was sure. in case somebody wanted to buy it and actually put it on Broadway, we would actually, like, right. own at least all of the creative stuff.
0: <laughs> Which is exactly.
1: absolutely hilarious.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, wait, we didn't really think that, did we? Nope. Okay. I'm just We're saying. I definitely used drum loops. Did you use drum loops?
1: I didn't use drum loops. I used the... Really? The the automatic drummer man.
0: Oh, that robot drummer? He's so yeah. good. He's so good. It's so good.
1: It's so good. Um. So yeah, I mean, that was a lot of work it probably took about three weeks yeah what's the
0: turnaround I think it was a three week yeah we gave ourselves three weeks and then I think I did my part in about a week and a half because I'm a horrible person and I procrastinated
1: oh you did in the last week and a half I got you yeah correct Yeah, I didn't didn't
0: knock it out in a week and a half I waited (laughs) a week and a half and it got to work (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I really meant to every day. Was I was anxious it. every day. It was the same for it. me.
1: I like fussed with it and started getting serious about halfway through. But yeah, it was probably about three weeks actually, and then a lot of extra work at the end there. So yeah, it took well. But um, but that's also on SoundCloud. Although it's better if you listen to the episode because that has the full.
0: That's true. Everything. Yeah, there are little bits missing because it's really the songs yeah. on SoundCloud, but the episode has every bit.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anastasia, at Anastasia Elena says, or asks, I guess, are you also, uh, also, are you a completionist in other aspects of your life or is it really specific to choose your own adventures like with TV shows, webcomics, other podcasts, et cetera?
0: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I think for me the answer is nah <laughs> Like if it's a TV show with a narrative I, I will abandon a TV show if it loses me Yes, yes Um. So I, I don't will- think I'm a completionist in that sense I think being a completionist in many, many ways Means uh, doing a lot of hard work you don't want to do Watching a TV show that you're really done with. uh...
1: Yeah, I will bounce off a video game once I have all the things that I'm excited about having. Yeah. I won't keep going just to have all the things. So I think we're both kind of
0: like that. I'm replaying Witcher 3 still, and I don't know when I get to stop. Like, I but did, you're not been... doing
1: it to get stuff, right? You're just doing it to play no,
0: it. No, I just, I just wanted to start playing it again because yeah. I watched that TV show, and now I can't stop playing it, and I don't know. You don't have to stop playing it. You can just keep playing it. That's the best thing I know, about but it. I'd like to play it because I, I was playing uh, Outer Worlds, and then I – Are we talking uh, about video games now? No, but I'd like to finish Outer Worlds, but I can't until I am t- sick of Witcher Three, and I'm just not yet. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, give yourself time, man. You gotta have plenty of time. But I get will. Sick of
0: it. I will get sick of it and abandon it
1: um that being said i will not start a tv show on season three or something like that if i'm gonna watch no show, yeah i'm gonna start from the top
0: oh i started here's a horrible thing i huh. i read that article or disney put out the top the 20 episodes of clone wars you should watch the well, anime series clone wars really makes you before, work for it, man before the final season so i was like okay i'll just watch those 20 episodes clone works is about too tough five episodes in i just started watching it again Beautiful. That's amazing. I, I just gave up, but now I'm just watching it. They knew I was going to do that. That's they, right. they
1: tricked you. Disney tricked you. So All right. I them. think we have one more question here, right, from Anastasia. Uh, when you're just going about your day, do you ever have a slight tinge of sadness because Ray and Ben didn't get happily ever after? No, because I feel like... That was beautiful. <laughs> if they're happier than me, that makes my life less happy
0: <laughs> that's fair
1: <laughs> like um, they had
0: a moment yeah i think that's there's a lot of things about that movie that i really don't like and there's a lot of things that i really really like uh and one thing is that ben solo doesn't get to live after the end of that movie he doesn't get to he was a very very monstrous person for a long time so redemption sure to some, some degree but it has to end there so i was happy with the way it ended
1: and also, Basically. we've seen what happens to people who in who have a happy ending in Star Wars. They grow up to have miserable lives and die unpleasant <laughs> deaths. So we know what a happy ending in Star Wars means. Eventually, yeah. someone will make yeah. sequels, and those people will have to suffer exactly to serve the new generation. <laughs> so no, I, that's, there's no happy ending.
0: When we were kids, we thought there were happy endings. And now we <laughs> know that there are not.
1: Now we know better.
0: So ultimately, uh, I was I was happy with the way. Ray and Ben ended up because I that connection was good, but Ray has or Ben had to die. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Dork. But I do every day have a slight tinge of sadness about the situation. Wow, about the the situation in general. Yeah, but I, I think it, it couldn't have gone any other way. Got it, got it, got it.
1: Well, I think that's it for cues uh, from L's. We hope our A's satisfied you. Um <laughs> Thank you so, so so comes so out, huh? thank you so 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 much for sending those. I made it it made it really easy to decide what this episode was gonna be. It's fun to just kinda <laughs> talk about stuff. And if this is your first episode, congratulations for hanging in there this whole time. Yeah, wow. Gosh. You really Woof. wanted some ace. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> uh Matt, I feel like you had something else prepared you wanted uh to... yeah i
0: asked i asked my wonderful wife phaedra um for some ideas for like what do you want to hear in this podcast yeah and she rolled her eyes really hard and sure. then she said yeah. i'm just yeah. kidding she's very nice <laughs> uh but she she mentioned a couple of segments that we could do and so here's one of them okay and i did a jangle for it excuse me, excuse me. hey hey Excuse me Over here Excuse me, Mr. Packard uh, Excuse me Excuse me Mr. Packard Mr. Packard, sir We're fans of yours or some you may have heard Hey, hey, hey We read some of the books and liked them But now we know what we have to do We know what we have to do We're coming up with more endings. Packer. Excuse me, sir.
2: Excuse me. Hey, hey. Excuse me. Excuse me Mr. We're we making hey. we you like them.
0: Hey. We're making new endings. Yeah. She was like, "What kind of in- what ending did you wish you'd gotten in in any of those books?" And oh, I was like, "Oh man.
1: Wow. That's a question <laughs> and a half." Oh man.
0: We felt let down by a lot. I think you know the creative imagination behind these books is powerful. Yeah, but well, not necessarily in line with what we were hoping to reveal or discover.
1: Sure, 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 sure.
0: So yeah, just you know, what's a, what's an ending from a book that you, uh, an ending that you were so sure you were going to get, or you were really hoping to get?
1: I was the space vampire. I was hoping that we could discover the secret of the space vampire's power and put it into myself to make myself a super soldier. Oh wow! To defeat the space vampire, because that feels like a very vampire thing to do. Whoa. It would be a really good third act, you know what I mean? I'm using my vampire yeah. powers, but I still have the soul of a
0: human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or so do you? I, that's a choice you make at the at the end there.
1: Maybe that's even the sacrifice I have to make. But I, I I I straight up physically beat up the vampire.
0: Just with your own space mm-hmm. vampire human your space my strength human powers. And
1: then I last thing I do is I I reach and I grab his vampire teeth and I pull him out. Yeah. And then I say. I don't know why I just said, and then I say it, because now I have to come up with something. You say, that you say, I say.
0: thank you for <laughs> your tines.
1: Yeah, I say it fangs a lot, and I kick him out the airlock.
0: He's like, what do you mean? Oh, I get it. And
1: then but in the next book, I have the necklace with the teeth on it. That would be a really good ending.
0: But another super soldier has to stop you because you've gone crazy.
1: Yeah, I've gone crazy at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow,
0: wow, wow, wow um for me i would like to have seen the inside of the castle of the forbidden castle let's <laughs> really kind of just go in the cast just go inside of it look around become the king of it would be cool too but um... just just go in there <laughs> you guys won't go inside
1: or maybe just maybe find out that it's a it's there's actually something cool about the castle because yeah. the truth of the castle was that it was just a place where people got really sick and so some nuns took it over to keep you know and and now just use it as a place to help people and I guess that's okay and in its own way it's really cool, but it's also so
0: disappointing. Yeah, it teaches you a lot about medieval mentality, which yeah. is really what that book is about, and not so much like a fantasy adventure like I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Like it's really you, more like this is what it's like to live in the dark ages. And you're like, Oh. oh.
1: Like if instead they were warrior nuns and you like helped lead the charge yeah. on a hor- on horseback with swords to chase back the army. Yeah. That would be cool. Or or so to make it a little more kid friendly. Yeah. The army's coming and they're like, We're we're you know, we're pacifists, we're not gonna fight and I'm like, right. Leave it to me. And you do a whole home alone thing with the whole <laughs> castle, <laughs> right, to chase out the whole army. You set up all sorts, there's marbles on yeah. the pathway that goes up to the top. There's I mean you still probably, probably would still use boiling tar, but you know, like some other more kid friendly stuff too.
0: Sure. Or like you go inside and you see there's a fountain, and that's yeah. nice. And you rest for the night. In the morning, you get fresh bread and like hard cheese. You always get hard cheese and fantasy yeah. books. Uh, and you're like, "Oh, I'm." Uh, they're like, "Do you want to live here?" And you're like, "Yes." Yeah, I would, I would like to live it. in the castle now. And then they describe some awesome room, and that's your room. They'd be like, "There's only one job left." you would be like, "Oh no, what is it?" And they'd be like, "Taking care of the unicorns in the unicorn stable." you would be like, "Well, okay,
1: <laughs> I'll do it." You know what these books aren't? I'm just starting to realize. What's that particularly aspirational nah. it's nothing that exciting that you want to do. <laughs> it's like maybe I feel like it's all these books are trying to teach you the lesson that aspirational things are are b s
0: yeah some point very early on around book one, yeah, it was decided <laughs> that these are books to teach kids that settling is great it's
1: great it's really
0: great it's it's about as good as you
1: you're gonna get you no, know it makes me insane hmm that not a single ending in cave of time i would like one ending from cave of time where you bring something cool back from the past you bring an egg back yes nothing good happens with it so that does not count i want to come back with like a pet dinosaur and like yeah. and then like use that to be like just ch- chase down the bullies who always give me a hard time at my school yeah yeah right, you brought the suit egg of back armor. there's a
0: dinosaur in it give me an ending where i get to ride the dinosaur it's not hard
1: yeah or i finally win the local football game because i have a suit of armor and a sword <laughs> you know uh, let me let me have some fun with that past stuff.
0: yeah in deadwood i would like to become an outlaw that'd be cool i understand why that's not in there but i think it would have been cool yeah you join the gang but nothing
1: good happens nothing good happens like some sort of that's a good lesson i guess but i don't know just something surprising become a marshal <laughs> <A Marshall laughs> would be good i would love for one of these endings for you to like grow old and then live a few pages as an old Man, huh, that an sounds old nice. Person, you know, yeah. Like the last few choices are in the last half of your life. Like you've been chasing Kurt Malloy your entire life, and it cuts <laughs> to it cuts to the final encounter when you're both very very yeah. old and you finally coughing, caught up with each cracking. other. Yeah. it's a lot of regrets, heartfelt conversation over a slow couple, death.
0: couple swigs of whiskey, and then a bullet in someone's brain. That's right. I think mean, that would be who? amazing. I
1: think mean, no. that'd be phenomenal. No, if you die to choose your adventure, you die in real life, so you can't do that. Wait, that's not <laughs> true. We've died so many times. Um, okay, well, there's some right, really great. good endings. I that think. that was,
0: excuse me, Mr. Packard. Thanks and for was, participating.
1: Um, for an episode that was supposed to be an easy, chill episode, it is now one of the longest ones we've Yay, ever done. Good
0: for us with a couple of ding dongs.
1: <laughs> Come back. Really, it's just a stalling technique. Come back next week. We're sure. going to be celebrating uh our 100th episode. I mean, kind of. <laughs>
0: unbelievable
1: <laughs> I mean yeah this one doesn't count so that will be our 100th episode which is absolutely hilarious uh, so join us for that next week uh, do we have anything else to say before we go
0: no I think just thank you to everybody for hanging in there with us for this many episodes yeah it's amazing uh, it's really fun I, I you know I don't think we expected anybody to really listen to this yeah and I definitely didn't expect us to do a hundred of them
1: no <laughs> but um, now but let's now we're do, just let's cut do into can forever. we
0: squ- Squish in one last segment. It'll be super Yeah, quick. I think
1: this is a good segment to go out on. Okay.
0: Right. We'll finish it, find it worthy. We'll finish it, find it wanting. If you want to know what we think, then listen to this review. What are we reviewing this week, man? Uh, This week, let's review Finish It, the podcast.
1: Oh, we're going to review our own podcast, huh? Um, Well, there's some podcasts I like a lot, so the bar is pretty high. Yeah. But I'm also pretty vain.
0: I will say I've not listened to all of finish it so i i'm not maybe not the person the best person where are you <laughs> i would say i would say i'm about 92 percent of the way through all of it because there's sure. a good portion that i just didn't quite finish
1: yeah well that's you know there's always that chunk of the podcast at the end nobody listens to that's why You're we right. put all of our secret cheat codes at the end that's right <laughs> um let's see i think it's a little meandering but there's well, a, lot be, of, really a lot of a lot of heart it. a lot of heart yep um enough chutzpah mm. to keep
0: me chutzpah. listening. Sure. Chutzpah? Yeah, that's it. Right. Eggs. Eggs.
1: Eggs. <laughs> eggs. I would like three eggs and some milk. <laughs> Can you make some milk into the eggs?
0: <laughs> Milkshake.
1: <laughs> that sounds totally normal to me. Cream. <laughs> One <milk> egg
0: cream. Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> i don't know. Um, I think i really a, a three appreciate and a half this out of five yeah i think i i agree with that three and a half out of five i appreciate that um this podcast attempts to break up the uh very boring conversation between two brothers that could happen uh on the phone or on facetime or something it doesn't really have to be recorded i appreciate that they <laughs> attempt to break that up with segments and quizzes and this and that Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's pretty clear that it's really not about reading a book, and it's more about these two guys just talking to each other. It'd so be I don't nice. know why people subject themselves to that, but I do appreciate it. It'd be good. I, it'd
1: be good if there was if it wasn't just two white dudes. I'd yeah, like it I a think, think bit what more. it needs
0: more than anything is some diversity and some other uh, points of view.
1: Yeah, but we have to talk to our especially parents about with the, that, right? <laughs> like we need a bro- like a sister or like something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Because it's, you know, so that's not really our fault. That's our parents' fault.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I believe it's their fault.
1: Yeah, so, you yeah, know, what are you going to do?
0: <laughs> we just lost two listeners.
1: <laughs> two of our most supportive listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, you know... Okay, I think so three and a half, and a half ke- out of five. They keep trying and keep pushing to, you know, expand their... Um, their style a little bit the I length of get their there. podcast yeah, just make it as long as, podcast <laughs> as possible okay cool well that's a pretty good review I'll take it uh yeah. and then uh and, and that's it for, for the first episode of Bro Chat we hope you all liked it just doing a little uh, test of it here on this channel come back next week and we'll be back to finish it for episode 100 uh and just uh I don't know thank you guys take it easy take care of yourselves yeah. and like we always say on Bro Chat Matt what's the what's the um thing was at the end <laughs>
0: <laughs> smell you later chumps